Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kicks and Picks podcast. It is Monday, which can only mean one thing, which is, of course, there's European football at play. And so we are back to break down Champions League, and we'll touch a little bit on Europa as well uh, on Thursday. Um, it is Scott. I am hosting today. Nick is also with me, but as you'll hear, he's a little bit under the weather thanks to some uh, Panthers playoff parties, the Triple P. Yes. Um, so we'll save his voice a little bit for, for the analysis because we want to make sure that he's giving Thank out you. his winners and, and we can hear him clearly. Um, but we'll start with a little bit of a recap of where we are right now as things stand. Uh, two semifinal matches midway. We've got the return legs coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, results are a little bit different, but I think the the net net here is that it feels like we have two heavy favorites to advance now. Manchester City managed to go to Madrid and draw, pull out a 1-1 draw, um, coming back now to the Etihad for, for the second leg. Um, meanwhile, in Milan, we had Inter pull off a pretty, uh, I'll say commanding 2-0 uh, win, um, yeah. even though Milan were technically the quote-unquote home club in this one. Um, obviously, it's still going to be the same stadium for for this week's matchup. Um, but that one with with Leao injury and and obviously Milan's, you know, offensive challenges, even with layout, it feels a little bit like it's a quite an uphill battle for them uh, to come back into it. So maybe we'll kick things off there since that's going to be the the first leg that's going to be or the first matchup this week. And on Tuesday, we've got the Milan Derby take six at this point. I think it's the <laughs> five or six ups yeah. this season. So um, potentially the last one. I don't think there's any other uh, cup matches for them coming up. So. Uh, Nick, do you think that that Milan have a chance here in, in fighting their way back into at least maybe getting extra time um, without potentially layout? Um, no, I don't. I think it's going to be a, a tall task. Um, I think they can potentially win a game. Um, you know, I think the odds are probably about right. So enters plus 110, Milan plus 280 on the money line. But I'm looking here at a a Milan double chance is minus 135. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily love the number, but do I think they can pull out a one goal win or a draw of some sort? I think that's possible. We saw what they did against Napoli right there. They they're gonna have some pride in this game. I don't I don't think they're going in with the intention of losing another 2-0 game. Um now I will say they had potentially one of their worst matches of the season this past weekend. They lost to relegation team Spezia 2-0. Um, they did not look close to scoring in that game, much like they didn't look close to scoring in the first round against Inter here. So I think it's it's exactly as we called it out the last episode. Um, Inter is in a, a great run of form. They're scoring a lot of goals. I think they could come out and get that first goal and put this to bed um, just the same as Milan could come out and get the first goal and make it a little bit interesting. But I think at the end of the day, Inter has what it takes to advance. Um, but Milan double chance is kind of interesting to me at first glance. Yeah. And, and let me correct myself. Uh, reading the latest and greatest, Pioli has actually said that Liao is fine. He's been training fully in the group or in the team uh, as recently as Sunday. So there's a good chance that he actually plays in this one on Tuesday. So maybe there is a little bit of a, a sliver of hope here for Milan. But um, yeah, I agree. I think it, what I'm looking at in this one is I love the under. I think the under in this one is like minus 135. Under two and a half is minus yeah. 135. I think that's a really good value because um, on the one side of things, Inter's not going to want an open game. 
they don't really need there to be a, an up and down game for them to advance. They want to keep things pretty calm, pretty con- controlled. If it goes into halftime zero, zero, nobody's happier than Inter. Um, and then on the flip side, like you said, Milan can't concede here. If, if Milan yeah. give up a goal to Inter in the first half, it's, it's over. Um, so as much as Milan are going to want to be able to, you know, play out on the front foot and, and try to start getting, you know, uh, shots on goal and, and try to maybe get one back. They got to be really careful that they're not opening themselves up and, and letting yeah. Inter get that third and probably decisive goal through um, and, and killing off the, the the match. So I really like the under two and a half here. I think, like you said, if, if Milan do score, um, you know, it, Inter's probably still going to be a little more focused on yeah. retaining that lead. So this could be one where it's a 1-0 win by Milan. I think that might be their best case scenario here. Um, if it becomes a crazy, you know, 2-1, 2-2 type match and, and you lose the under, I think you're going to be secretly a little okay with it because it'll be a lot more interesting than than the reverse. Because as I said in the in the after the first fixture, um, you know, if you took the the over two and a half and you lost that because those first two goals are in the first 11 minutes, you might feel like that's a bad beat, but I have no uh, sympathy for you because if you're yep. taking the over in, in a Milan derby with these two teams, you know what you're getting into, and yep. that's exactly what you sign up for. So I'm happy taking the under two and a half here. I think minus 135 is a perfectly okay number. Um, I don't think either team is going to be really aggressive in the first 20 minutes. Um, I think Milan are going to have to start to try to find some momentum early in this game. So if Leao has one of his magical runs where he just dribbles 40 yards and gets a, a cross in maybe that opens it up a bit but otherwise i see this being a pretty um slow paced methodical milan hoping they can just get one first and then let that kind of open things up yeah um i'm also looking at the first half odds i don't hate first half draw it's even money right now i could see a zero zero excuse me after one yeah no I, i agree i think that's a really good shout um i like that as well um and i think in this match too that's like one of these games where you have to get a little bit creative um you know the lines are what they are like if you like you said nick if you want to take the the double chance for ac milan i think that's probably the best of the like picking a side to get a result yeah Yeah, um but outside of that you know you have to try to get some some creative ways in here and you know first half line i think is a good one yeah um and the one thing i'll say also uh, total cards is set really, really high in this one. It's five and a half. So um, just to, to give you an idea of what the map three looks cards like there. In the first leg. Just make that make that. Right. Noise. Right. So under is minus 140. Um, Milan's total team cards over two and a half is minus 165. So, oh. I mean, I think that that kind of tells you everything you need to know, right? That yeah. this is how Milan's going to have to play. They're going to have to rough interrupt a little bit. As you said, hit on the counter, hit on a set piece, make them count, and hope to get that first goal and really open things up is exactly as you've said. Yeah, that feels about right. So I I think that that makes sense to me. Goal scorer props. I, let's touch on this just quickly. Yeah. Um, we are noted fans of not neither of these clubs going with goal scorer props for for a multitude of reasons. One, um, you know, for for Inter, you have the Jeko Lukaku conundrum where. You never really know which one's going to start. And even if you get the run that does start, he's coming off in the 60th minute anyways. So it kind of yeah. limits your your exposure there. Um, there's always Lautaro, but he always has like the worst odds. You know, he's sitting at plus yeah. 160 right now. And I, 
honestly, he hasn't been performing well for us when we take him. So I tend to stay away from him. So realistically, you're looking at somebody like Giroud or Leao sitting at plus 280 for Giroud, plus 300 for Leao. You know, maybe you take a shot at Leao. I would take a shot at Leao. I mean, if it's confirmed that he's healthy, but that goes back to what you said about the first two guys. How many minutes does he have in his legs? Now, obviously, they're going to go all out, right? He's going to play as long as he possibly can. But is that 60 minutes? Is it 70? I, I don't know. And yep. we spoke about it on the last pod, Giroud, the last time he scored uh, might have been the World Cup. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time this guy scored a goal. So yeah. um, that's why this number reflects it. All right. So we'll say if you if you really feel so inclined to take somebody in this match, I think Leao is the one that makes the most sense. As we said, Milan are the ones that need the goals. So they'll certainly be the ones more willing to commit men forward. I think Leao, with his skill set, is obviously the guy that's going to be most likely to score for them. Um, yep. And maybe check in, you know, game day. It's kind of crazy recording this the day before, but there still isn't any, you know, to score or assist props out yet. So um, that's another opportunity, right? Because we know how he likes to make those runs. And if uh, he does find somebody, whether it's, you know, Raham Diaz on the other side or or maybe Giroud scoring for the first time since the World Cup, <laughs> that's the way to go. For sure. All right. <clears throat> Let's shift gears. Uh, the other match, which is technically even going into the second leg. So it should be a, a little more, entertaining at least from that standpoint but um it's manchester city hosting uh real madrid um as we mentioned manchester city managed to get a 1-1 draw in the opening leg uh which is feels kind of like a win um and so now they are the heavy favorites to advance right now i mean i say heavy favorites i mean heavy favorites sitting at minus 340 to advance which is a little unfortunate for us because we do have the Real Madrid as our future. Would have loved to maybe gotten a little hedge in here if they had that 2-0 win or 1-0 win um, coming into the second leg, but not happening this leg. Um, so it feels like even though things are even and you have you know the reigning champs coming into a second leg semifinal with a chance to go to their third consecutive uh, final. Is that right? Yeah. Did they Were they in it? So um, not getting a lot of respect. Nick, do you think books are still just counting out Real Madrid way too early? Or do you think this really is kind of Man City's year right now? Because if, yeah, let's I, call I a space page. if they win this one, they're going to be the heavy favorites in the final, whether it's Inter or Milan, likely Inter. Yeah, oh, no doubt. So you think this this might be the year for, for City? Yeah, let's, let's double down on everything we said the last match. At least that's where my head kind of goes. So uh, you mentioned that City draw definitely feels like a win. I think it does. I think Real had an opportunity to, to get another goal before city scored. They didn't take their opportunities. Um, I think they might've even had a, a chance afterwards where right? Benzema, I think had a pretty, pretty rough miss uh, yeah. late in the game, but city's goal was pretty fortunate. Now did city have more opportunities in their goal? Yes. You know, they're going to get their opportunities over the course of 90 minutes. Um, but it just felt like a really shitty result for Real Madrid. Uh, that being said, here we are where the books have almost doubled down on their disrespect. Right, we said the line was way too big last match. It's even bigger now, so um, it, it's tough to say because City is also clicking at the right time. Right, they're about to win the league. Um, they came out with the draw and did not look out of place the last leg. So this this has to be it for them, right? It, it's it's make or break. We we said that last time. Um, but I, I I'm going to say the same thing that I said last time until Real Madrid loses. I cannot bet against them. Um, yeah. I, you know, listen, they're plus 260 to advance. Great number. 
Um, plus 300, draw no bet. Great number. I think they are plus money, plus 135, double chance. Great number. I, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. You want to talk great numbers, Nick? I'll hit you with a really great number. Their plus one is minus 120. So yeah, Real plus one, minus 120. Um, and let's, let's, Take everybody back one year because these two teams uh, also met up in the, I believe is the semifinals. Um, and it was probably one of the best two leg ties in recent Champions League knockout history, right? So the first match was in uh, Manchester City, and that was the 4 3 thriller where um, City pulled out to a quick 2 0 lead. And then Benzema, you know, pulls uh, Madrid back to at least get within one. Um, and then they go into uh, Madrid. And we have the, you know, super late minute uh, or, or last minute uh, Real Madrid goals to, to eventually pull them through to the final. So I think this one feels like it might have more goals in it than the first leg, um, yeah. which is the opposite of what we thought about the Milan derby. We thought there'd be, again, a few goals. I think this one feels like it's going to be more open. I don't think City are going to be able to score one and then play defensive because that's not going to work like City. No are going to have to constantly be trying to score. And like, they know that even like if they have a two Oh or three, one lead, like that's not safe. Um, so I expect there to be goals in this one. Um, if you want to take a shot, you know, the, the over two and a half is minus minus one seventy. So maybe you look at maybe over three in this one, which is minus minus one fifteen. I don't I like hate that. that. I think a, I like a three a goal game is pretty safe. Um, and then, yeah, I think, you know, I, I we want to bet on Real Madrid because we, we, we just think the value there is just unbelievable. Whether you want to take it, you know, plus one and, and have a little bit of safety in case they just miss out by one goal by all means. But, you know, even taking them to advance in this, I think is, is decent because, you know, if it goes to extra time or, or PKs, I'm trusting the Real Madrid players and their experience a no hundred times more than the city players. And I almost feel like this is the type of game where if city does to come out and get a lead, if city comes out and goes behind, do they have it in them to come back? Like we know Real does, or you just mentioned it. We've seen it a dozen times over the last two years, right? Where it seemed like they were out of a, a tie and they just come back and not only even it up, but win. I don't know that until City shows me that they have it, I can't bet on them. I don't care how good they are. I don't care who their manager is. I don't care that Haaland is minus 190 to score a goal. Let me see it against the elite and then I'll believe it. Yeah, and, and we've talked about their defense. It's not great. Um, they just had their first clean sheet in what feels like forever against Everton this weekend. And, yep. you know, no offense. Well, no offense, Everton. You're no Real Madrid. Sorry. That's not really right. a surprise. Um, right. Here's a crazy one, right? If we want to get creative, we want to take a look at good lines. We want to take a value here. Real Madrid to score in both halves, Ooh. plus 390. It doesn't feel like it's that hard of a, of a of a bet to hit right like if we if we look at seasons past and, and how these games have gone and again I, I don't see either team feeling comfortable with one goal leads i think there's going to be an open game here who's to say that real madrid can't i mean it's at the end of the day you can get that with two goals yeah. um you, you've got the right guys right like you had you know benzema put up a stinker in the first one maybe he kind of redeems himself in this one we know Vinny is going to be on there we talked about Vinny. maybe we can spoil that one um Vinny is our, like, once again, tried and true Go goal to. scorer, prop, pick of, you know, the week. And this week is no different. He's sitting actually at plus 350 this week when he was plus, what, 290 last plus week. Plus 290, yep. yep. 
So that's obviously going to be in our bet slip once again. Um, so I, I kind of like that one. Like we're just take Real Madrid score both halves. It, City yeah. for reference to score in both halves is plus 125. Yeah. And I mean, here you go. Even if you disagree and you just want to pick a half, Real Madrid to score in the first half plus 145. Real Madrid to score in the second half, even money. Both yeah. exceptional numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Just flip a so, coin, really. I think I think there's a lot to choose from in this match, a little more so than that Milan match. Yeah, I think that's fair. But ultimately, you know, obviously we're pulling for Real Madrid. There's no, you know, hiding that. Right. What is your pick right now for what we're looking at for the final in a few weeks' time? Yeah, I mean, right now it's until proven otherwise, I'm sticking with Real Madrid. I will take them against Inter in the final. Okay. I am rooting for Real Madrid. Yes. Not giving up on them. I do think it's City's year. It just feels like it's City's year. A lot of things are going their way. Holland is a beast that is, you know, unmatched. And uh, I am a little bit concerned about Benzema. Even though yeah. I like the score both at halves, he just did not look good. Um, he looked very much off it. And I don't know if it, it, it feels like his age is starting to come through. It's one of those. Ty- that, it, that was one of those matches for me where. Yeah. You know, you watch some of these players that have just been legends for so long. And like Modric, by the way, similar in age, doesn't look like age is coming through whatsoever. Cruz definitely looks like age is coming through. That match in the opening, in the opening leg in the semifinals, it was the first time I was like, oh yeah, Benzema is maybe started to finally slow down. Um, it's, it's starting to catch up to him. Yeah. So, I mean, to that point, this to me is the last chance for Real Madrid, right? I think this team looks with this very, current very crop. Different. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm, not to say yeah. that they don't okay. control under them. <laughs> this is the last time this team looks like this, I believe. Yeah. I mean, they have a great young midfield. It sounds like, you know, they're potentially in for Bellingham. I mean, it's it's crazy how good their midfield is going to be, even when Modric, you know, hangs them up. I'm curious to see who they go into the market for, because it, it sounds like with some of these forwards that might be moving like a, an Osimhen, um, or maybe even a Vlahovic, those guys could be good fits for them up top. Um uh, moving on from Benzema yeah. and then fl- you know, flanking the, that player with Rodrigo or um, Vinny jr. Or whomever Fede uh, Valverde. Yep. Pretty tough. All right. Um, so there's our champions league preview. Um, we are going to touch upon Europa just a little bit because our boys in Sevilla pulled out a nice one, one draw um, at Juventus. So they are going home for the second leg. Um, we took them at, what was it, plus 1,200, Nick? Yes, it um, was. In our official yes, it was. Uh, futures pick for Europa. So we are, of course, going to cover that. Um, so, Nick, let's let's just start with with our our, our guys. We we feeling good about our, our chances here, you know, upsetting Juve in, in the second leg at home and, and getting a chance at the final? Yeah, I think we have to, right? Um, it's This is the real madrid light we've talked about that they're they've been getting that same disrespect the entire competition and now they're finally sitting in a favorable position they're coming back home it's 1-1 juve got like a 94th minute equalizer um off of a set piece i believe one of their defenders edited in um so sevilla looks like they belong they're finally getting the respect from the books they're their favorite at plus 140 Minus 135 to advance. Um, I feel pretty good because Juve, while they've, for all the turmoil around Juve, and we've talked about them an awful lot, 
they've had a pretty good year, right? Like I, we're hard on them. I'm hard on them. The fans are hard on them. They're sitting comfortably in second place in the league. They're, you know, they haven't had any issues in this competition since they've dropped down up until this point. Um, but they're not the same. They sit in the same boat as like a Milan. Um, they're not getting goal contributions from their forwards. So that's the big differentiating point here for me. I just don't really trust anybody to score a goal for Juve. Like if I had to pinpoint, hey, who's going to get the goal when they need it? If it's 1-1, if it's 0-0, if they're down a goal to tie it up, I really don't know where that's coming from. Other than the fact that they've been very, very good on set pieces. Um, I think the style of play Sevilla play is good for Juve. It's slower. They can sit back. They can try to hit you on the counter, work a little bit more with the ball um, the way they want to and, and hold it in the back. But Sevilla is Sevilla, and and they're going to be nearly impossible to beat at home. I, I, this is a game I can see going to extra time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think of, of the two matches, this one feels like it's going to be closely contested. Um, it is a good point. I said that Sevilla could upset Juve. Technically, they are the favorites now um, in this leg so or in this matchup. So I think that's that's a, a good call out. Um, but yeah, I think again, you know, it's the power of Sevilla in Europa. Like it, it's just unmatched. Like they beat everybody that comes into this, all the teams that, you know, get knocked out of group stages in champions league and, and come into Europa and expect to, you know, cruise their way to a final Sevilla is always there and waiting. Um, and so I, that's why I think you just can't doubt them, especially with the second leg being at home. Um, on the flip side, we do have, uh, a team that has a lead, which is Roma, um, going to Leverkusen in the second leg. However, Leverkusen are even heavily, more heavily favored um, to win this one. They are sitting at plus 105 money line. Coach is not here. He cannot speak for Roma. He cannot speak on their behalf. But my boy Zabi Alonso doing great work with Leverkusen. Do you think we have a AS Roma Cup final appearance in our future? Or do we have a sad coach coming on the pod this week? So tough to call. Um, I think that... Similarly to Juve, for all the shit we've given Roma with the team that they have, um, you know, I, I thought they underperformed in the league. But when you look at their overall season, I think they were semifinalists in the Italian Cup or, or at least quarterfinalists. Um, you know, they're they're fighting for top four still. It's po very possible. And here they are leading the second leg of a semifinal in the Europa League, which is a step up to the conference league that they won last year. So you have to give them a little bit of credit. Um, you have to like that Leverkusen is, is another team that Steve actually followed a lot and bet a lot this year in Germany. Sure. Um, they've been pretty inconsistent as are all German teams from what we've seen. Right. Um, so is Leverkusen going to come out and dominate? I don't know, but Roma is the walking wounded. They're missing like seven starters. I feel like maybe not starters, at least three or four starters that key players questionable key pieces and yeah, players who will come into a game at some point. And that's where I think these odds sit, um, especially going away to Leverkusen. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to back my my guy Zabi here. I still think Leverkusen can get this. Um, my concern would be if Leverkusen get the first goal. You know what? What does Mourinho do with right. with his? his who tactic? is going to score it, for Roma? Same question we asked about Juve. Who is going to get that? Yeah, goal? and and it's like Mourinho feels like he almost would be so stubborn as like, all right, like you conceded first, like you're going to have to score you know, open up a little bit. He's going to say, no, like we're going to keep the same tactics. And then I could see that like, you know, late winner come through on like a set piece because they were just still playing out of the back and, and 
you know, slow, slow playing their attack. Um, so I think that's, that would be my fear if I was Roma fan. It was if, if we do concede first or if Roma do concede first, does Mourinho change things up and try to get a winner or does he just continue with his existing game plan and potentially open yourselves up for that like heartbreaking late minute goal that seems to always happen in Europe, right? Like those are yeah. just almost commonplace these days. Yeah, we should start betting like time intervals for oh. Europe, right? Like goal from like 75th to 90th or something. Yeah. It's like almost guaranteed. That's a good shout. Um, I do let's like Let's take that. a look at that real quick. But I, I will say. Um, All right, I got you. Oh, Goal no. scored between the 76th minute and full time. Yes, is plus 115. There you go. That's a, that's an excellent. I, like, forget about what happened. Now, that's a, listen, easy to say now, right? We don't know what's happened the prior 75 minutes. Yep. But based on everything you said, everything we've watched, that is a great bet right now. Yep. I like I'd it. do it. Um. So here, here's the advantage Roma has, right? They have. Jose Mourinho, who lives for this shit. Let's just call it what it is. And they don't need a win. They need a draw. Draw is good enough for them. They're minus 135 double chance. Pretty, pretty good number. I, I think if you're a believer in Roma to advance, that's the way to go. I think that minus 135 number is really good for a team with a 1-0 lead. So the question is, Nick, is how do we get coached to bet this and jinx Roma without realizing it? Oh, it's going to take some work. But we'll I think we can to, do it. We'll have to put it in. Yeah, no, no. If anybody could do it, it's us. There's no. All doubt. right, stay tuned, listeners. Stay tuned. We will, if we can get coach to do this, we will screenshot the text and post. We will it. leak screenshots. And this will also be a test to see if coach listens to our pods because if he's listening to this, he'll know our plan. But I don't think That's he's true. going to. So, his own fault. All right. Well, that will wrap us up um, for our last semifinals pod for for Champions League in Europa. Um, that means Nick, you and I have just one more pod left, which will be the finals uh, coming up in a few weeks. And then we'll have a, a nice little break from, from uh, European footy. Um, yeah. But until then, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you give us a uh, follow or subscribe to the podcast and whatever your platform of choice would be. Um, give us a retweet when we post this. Please. And feel free to interact with us on Twitter. We're going to be posting more polls. We're going to be posting out some some picks and some props. So Feel free to shoot us uh, what your prop picks are in the replies. And yeah, and if you if you came this far and this is your first episode, um, just note that you know, listen, we got to this point. We have two futures in both competitions still alive. We easily went two for two in the games last week. Um, we, we're doing really well in the Champions League, and we just turned around our our. Uh, granted, there's three weeks to go, but we had our first winning week in what feels like forever um, for the weekend. So vibes are high. We appreciate it, and, and we'll see you guys next episode. 